Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. If you find yourself breathing, then it is time for you to praise the Lord. Let's just praise the Lord. The songwriter, Charles H. Gabriel, he wrote the song entitled, I Stand Amazed. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wondered how he could love me, a sinner condemned unclean. For me it was in the garden, he prayed not my will but thine. He had no tears for his own grief, but sweat drops of blood for mine. He took my sins and my sorrows, he made him his very own. He bore the burden to Calvary and suffered and died alone. When with the ransom in glory, his face I at last shall see, twill be my joy through the ages to sing of his love for me. Oh, how marvelous, oh, how wonderful, and my song shall ever be. Oh, how marvelous, oh, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. The verse that is most known by many in the world today is that verse we all know, John 3, 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. It is a joy to be with you again this morning to share with you from God's word, words of encouragement. We are in Hebrews 11 and still at verse 32. It says, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. We are looking at the prophet Isaiah. And what a man Isaiah is. What a great man of God this morning. We want to look at Isaiah and his conviction that produce a confession. His conviction that produce a confession. When I read the following verse, I could hear him saying in, in Isaiah 6 verse 5, Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Mm. When Isaiah saw the Lord and all of his glory, he saw his holiness. Yesterday morning, we looked at the seraphims when they were just worshiping, saying, holy, holy, holy. And when Isaiah saw him and the seraphims worshiping, Isaiah got a look at himself and he said, woe is me. In other words, I cannot match up with what I am seeing. What was Isaiah's problem that he pronounced a woe on himself? He confessed that. He said, I am a man of unclean lips. Isaiah's problem he immediately realized was his mouth. And uh, he said his lips were unclean. 
uh, which means that there were things that would come from his mouth that was not clean, could not match up with what he saw the Lord. Yes, his conviction produced confession. Mm. This is the only way to get rid of sin. That is to confess it. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But John reminds us in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, he tells us, if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we would get cleansing from God, first of all, there must be confession. Woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips. That was Isaiah confession to God. And if we are going to be forgiven, we too must go to God and let God know, Lord, this is my situation. This is what is giving me problem. Here is where I go wrong. Forgive me of my sin. And the Bible says, when we do that, God is faithful. God is just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Like I said, this is the only way to get rid of sin, is to confess it. It won't go away or be forgiven by trying to cover it. Whatever one may have done wrong, it matters not how one tries to cover it. It won't just go away. For in Proverbs, the 28th chapter and verse 13, the Bible says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Covering sin or trying to pretend it is not there will not help us. We will not prosper. The way to go forward is to confess it. It must be confessed and forsaken. Isaiah beset in sin, or his weakness had to do with his lips. So many, if honest, can confess the same. When he made his confession, it was not a general confession, but he was particular to name his sin. He did not say, woe is me, for I am a sinner. He said, woe is me, I am a man of unclean lips. That was the besetting sin, his mouth, his lips. That was what a vision of the Lord did to him. He became convicted of the sins of his lips. Then I've noticed something else about this prophet, this man, Isaiah. His confession produced cleansing. He just did not confess because he wanted to confess, but his confession produce cleansing. If you and I wish to be cleansed by God, then we must confess. And chapter six, verse six and verse seven, the Bible says, then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth and said, lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. A descriptive representation of the vision. Mm. I find this to be very interesting to interpret according to God's word. The seraphims 
represent the Holy Spirit. The coal represents his blood and the altar represents the cross at Calvary. What caused me to believe this? It is when we confess our sin that the Holy Spirit applies the shed blood on Calvary's cross and bring about our cleansing. 1 John 1, 7 to 9. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Watch this now. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Aren't you glad that it matters not what sin you have committed? It matters not how many sins you have committed. But if you come confessing your sin, that you be cleansed from all sin, aren't you glad? For the scripture says in verse 8 of 1 John 1, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God demands clean servants. He cannot use unclean instruments. In Isaiah chapter 52 and verse number 11, the scripture says, Depart ye, depart ye, go ye out from thence, touch no unclean thing, go ye out of the midst of her, be clean and bear the vessels of the Lord. Paul wrote in his second letter to the Corinthians, the seventh chapter and the first verse, he says, Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. In closing this morning, if we confess our sin to the Lord, we shall then be able to enjoy the intimate communion with him, which makes it possible for us to hear his voice. Oh, this morning, if there is something that stands between you and your God, I encourage you today to confess that. Know your weakness, because the enemy knows your weakness. Know your weakness and go to God and tell him about your weakness and ask him to help you in that. If you're listening to me today and you do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, remember the scripture said, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Trust Jesus Christ. How do you do that? <laughs> the first thing one needs to do is admit that one is a sinner. Wherefore, as by one man sin enter into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. The scripture teaches, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yes, admit you are a sinner. Admit that you need help and the only person that can help you is Jesus Christ. For the scripture says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby he must be saved. Yes, Jesus Christ is the only savior. For you to be saved, you need a savior who is willing to save you and you need a savior that is able to save you. But yet, you must be willing to come like Isaiah, and say, woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips, or I have sinned. Our Father, this morning, we thank you, Lord, that you have showed us from your word 
how we transgress against you. And Father, we are so thankful that if we confess our sin, and when we confess our sin, you're always faithful. You're just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There is no reason for us, Lord, to keep going ahead with our sin. And you have also given us, oh God, the Holy Spirit of God to help us to stop sinning, oh, and to be like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I ask that you would just give us a little glimpse, oh, of our Savior. And Father, we pray that we, as we see him, we'll be able to see him as Isaiah did. And Lord, that it will cause us to confess, oh God, and forsake. Thank you for every listener. Bless your word to every heart. Be with us today, guide and direct. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Have a great day in the Lord.